Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Uh, this is uh, take three of this show today. Um, it's, it is, it is just another, another stop on the long road trip around the downtime, uh, technical difficulties track. Uh, we've had a lot of troubles recently and I feel like for our intro, for our cold open, I think we should address the audience directly Mm-hmm. And we should just go back and forth, you and me, coming up with different nice things that we would like to do for our audience members, be- f- just for how nice they've been to us, and for just continuing to stay with us through okay. through all of our all of our trials and tribulations. Did you want me to start? Yes, <laughs> I will wash your dog. You've got a dirty dog. I'll wash it. Not too dirty. I will cook you a nice dinner. I would like to cook you a nice dinner. Um, um, I'll comb your hair very tenderly. (laughs) I will drive you to the airport if you need it. If, if Um, If you need it. Probably not soon. But yeah, uh, like, but rain check on that. Like, put that in your back pocket. I'll drive you to the airport. I'll oil your bike chain for you. Very nice. Yeah, That's so it's often fine. neglected. You know, yeah. no one wants to do that. Absolutely, it's hard to find the time. It's one of those things you think about while you're in bed, and then you're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, and you never do it. In the same vein, kind of, not really. I'll I'll change the oil in your car. Oh, it's, it's oil that, related. It's not that hard. I will season your cast iron. Wow, that's yeah. a big commitment. This is a big one, yeah, for that, sure. That takes like a whole day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. If you do it right, the way I do it takes no time at all. <laughs> <laughs> I will make you a nice, uh, a nice cross stitch. <laughs> I will. Uh, it might take will, me a while. I'll walk around with your Apple Watch on me. Well, oh, so they get the yeah, so they, so get, they the get their points. steps, and Very I don't have good. yeah, they don't have to do it. Yeah, uh, I will pick up your groceries. Okay, all right, and I will. Wasn't I very will. Creative. I'm sorry. No, I I can make a phone call to uh whatever institution you're not calling because you're gonna have to be on hold for a while, and you're gonna have to like maybe it's Comcast. Like I'll talk to Comcast for you. <laughs> I'll do your voting for uh Dancing with the Stars. You just tell me who you want to vote for. Does anyone watch? Do you watch Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> yes, and it was my suggestion was flawed from the start because that season is over. Oh, uh, okay. Who won? Uh, Caitlin. Who is that? She, uh, I, Caitlin Bristow. I, I do know her last name. She was the Bachelorette a couple of years ago. Did she get married? Uh, did Caitlin get married? No, she is not engaged. She. <laughs> What she, happened? She got engaged the point? to the guy, 
But then they fell out, and then there was another guy who was on a more recent season of The Bachelorette that she's currently with, and they're in a pretty, pretty good relationship. Um, he's probably going to propose soon. I don't think he has already. That's what a, I'm iffy on. I don't is know it on a Bachelor or program, or is it totally nope. separate? Separate. They. I don't think they got together on like Bachelor in Paradise or anything. I think they just met each other because they were both in the franchise. Wow. They're together the Bachelor now. doesn't... I think we've talked about this before, but it doesn't have a high success rate. Uh, the Bachelor has a, an abysmally low success rate. Bachelorette, though, has a, a decent success rate. In that someone is still married that was The Bachelorette. I believe there is one... S- one singular bachelor who is still with the woman that won his season and that's it for the entire franchise just one couple yep yep and that's been going on longer too right yes it has <laughs> bachelorettes i think five of them are still so, together so maybe it's like not a great way to like to do it but they it's so funny when they do it though say it doesn't work and they've been holding on that to that for a long long time but and will so continue funny. to hold on to it it's so funny when they like interview them because i've only like been able to stomach like the very beginnings of every season like i'll watch the first couple of episodes of every new season and it's like i just am on here because i believe in love <laughs> and i want to find that special someone and it's like bitch Look at the past. Like, no, you're. it's not going to happen. If you really gave a shit about all that, you'd go on J-Date or something. Go on Match.com. But see, I, I am inclined to trust the women of the Bachelorette franchise because they're so much better at picking men than the men are at picking women. Oh, yeah. The men are... Let's... Like anyone with a half a brain could have could have predicted that that was gonna happen. <laughs> that women would actually be looking into other qualities that the men had. The men are just looking for like she hasn't argued with me yet, so she must be the one. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you didn't watch any anything else from Claire's season. You didn't even no. get to the part part where she left. No. 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 None. Of okay. It. None of it. Okay. I've seen the first episode. Okay. And then, like, after I watched the first episode, I realized that I watched the first episode the first day it was out and that they weren't going to give me any more immediately. You watched it as soon as it was available, unbeknownst to you. No, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. And then they were like, you're going to have to wait and do this week by week. And I was like, well, fuck that. I'm doing the same with Bake Off. I genuinely love Bake Off. Yeah. I'm waiting till the whole season is out. <laughs> like, I, it, you're you're good then. You can go ahead. It's done. It's done. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. No oh, shit. It was honestly very disappointing. It's my favorite reality show, and it's very disappointing this season. And it. Wait, now I gotta wait mean? a whole year. You just year. said you haven't watched it. I know, but the the parts I have watched were extremely disappointing. All right. It stressed do, me out. I do think the bakers overall are not quite as good. I think, I don't think they're as good, and I think the challenges are way harder from the get go. Like yeah. they pulled out, like in the first two weeks, they pulled out some like, uh, like I don't know, episode seven, eight, nine shit in episode one and two. <laughs> like episode one and two, normally they're like make a Madeira cake, make yeah. a a cake using the creaming method. This time they were like make a cake that looks like a guy, and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's like really intense.
that's bullshit right there. Make you a know? crazy jello mold. That'll yeah. be good. That's no, baking. Do something, do something nuts. Have to make a white chocolate decorative cake. It's like <laughs> gross. One and two. Why? No. You want I don't them want to it. fail. They do. They want them to fail. I yeah, think it's I a, think I think generally sold the, out the talent they... is not not quite the average talent is not quite as good. But I think the the upper echelon, the like the better bakers are in the same realm as the upper bakers in know, the usual season. I feel like you can always pick out the really good bakers from the beginning and then I feel like some of them like either, you know, flub well, that's the thing they always say is like you have to, you can't flub a week. You can't afford to. Right. Because you'll be booted mercilessly by Paul Hollywood and his steely, his steely gaze. Well, but, you can't fuck up a week because if you make it to the finale, that's the, the finale is the one time where they look back at the whole season. So like yeah. you really can't fuck up. No, no, not at all. But yeah, there was one woman who was doing really well. I don't know. I've only seen the first couple of episodes in it but there was one woman who appeared to be doing really well and appeared to have the skills and then like totally fucked up but then again i think it's a lot in editing like all of these programs yeah. it's in editing where you feel like someone's Absolutely. gonna do really well or doing really poorly just based on how they edit it like editing someone can seem calm like um can seem competent or someone can seem confident or someone can seem incompetent based on what moments they choose to edit in and what moments they choose to edit out and i do feel like that I have noticed this with Bake Off in the past couple of seasons mm -hmm. that their editing editing method has it appears to have changed okay to make it I think less predictable to see who's gonna go interesting theories yeah so it's like it used to be like oh they really messed up you know, they're not doing well, so they're going to go. Right. And now it's like, wait, th that's like a total shock to me. I can't believe they made that decision. But of course, like, I don't think that has anything to do with the judging. I believe that totally lies in editing where they're it's, making it's, it a surprise to the very end. Yeah. Which is probably, I mean, probably better all in all, right? Like, you don't. You don't want to be able to predict everything in an award show, in a game show. I guess, but I don't want to feel cheated either. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, Which I think a lot of people like, did. People complained a lot about this season of Bake I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. They're going to have to go. I mean, like, it was a weird season anyways because they were doing COVID measures. Yeah. Um, they were all in yeah. a bubble. They're all in a bubble. Yeah, which is like Bachelor. I mean, they're always in a bubble, right? Was like Bachelor, which is the drama behind this season of The Bachelor. So, okay, so you didn't. What well, I wanted, Emily, uh, the, the audience, for those of you who do watch The Bachelorette or Bachelor franchise, you know what happened this season. Emily had was not in on. Okay, so. There were I didn't know people our age actually watched this stuff. Everyone, honestly, ever it's it's a hugely popular show. Everyone, <laughs> I just feel like that's not true. <laughs> everyone who was even remotely plugged in to the Bachelor franchise, like online, and like were in any sort of discussion boards or like were looking at like a subreddit or something, like anyone who had seen anything about this season of The Bachelorette knew that Claire left halfway through. But they did. They teased that, that she was running away. Right. But they always do that. 
that's they always that's run the, away. That's the thing. No, there there's always a moment in the season where the lead is like super stressing out, and they they use their editing techniques to try and make it seem like something crazy dramatic happens when usually it doesn't really. Uh-huh. In, in Colton's season, they showed the same clip of this fucker jumping over a fence nonstop throughout the entire season until it happened like the the like the penultimate episode. But ah. they played that clip nonstop from the get go, so they always have that kind of thing. But this this season, it was real and everyone knew about it. Like everyone had heard the rumors. But I still don't know. Are you like? Are you? I'm just telling to you because I know you're not gonna. No, fucking I want to know. I feel like okay. Give me another week. Give me one more I week. Know. <laughs> Give me till the next episode of Downtime with John and Emily. Okay. Well, let me fill the audience in on what my goal was. Was like, Emily is not plugged into the fandom of Bachelor Bachelorette at all. So I, I wanted a sort of control experiment with Emily to see what she thought of the season overall. Because I knew you wouldn't have heard any of the rumors. So is The so, Bachelorette done now? Like, is it finished the, too? Yes. Uh, okay. No, no. Sorry. No. It's not. <laughs> so you don't know who she picks? Well, we know who Claire picks. <laughs> but Claire's gone now. What do you mean? What? Yeah. It's it's wild. It's Wait. Okay. 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 <laughs> No, you gotta give me. You gotta give me another week, man. You gotta. Okay, right. You gotta. Big, I'll take a D on the paper. Just let me turn it in. Okay. You know. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, we'll come back to it in in next week's episode. But yeah, so I I knew that everyone who was plugged in knew basically everything that was going to happen, pretty much beat for beat in the first four or five episodes, because we there were so many rumors surrounding this season. So I knew Emily wouldn't have known anything. So I wanted. So they her keep to her watch old? it like, without... how old is she uh she's uh she 40 she 39 i don't know firmly don't know i would expect but... more from the oldest bachelorette like yeah. someone's being a dick to her i'm like ew this makes me feel valueless as a woman yeah, past Yosef a certain age a piece of shit um but yeah so i i wanted i wanted emily who i knew wouldn't know anything to just watch watch the season like it was a normal show and report back with her with 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 how she found it and what she thought of it cuz it it was basically like this whole season was basically spoiled for everybody before the first episode aired so i wanted to know what you thought as a fresh face but we'll we will wait until you have a little more time and next week we can talk about it more or not. If you if you didn't watch it, then there's no point. Okay, I think about. I think I can do this. I believe I believe in myself. Okay, in my ability to do this, uh, I might have to get some headphones because Taylor refuses to watch it, and we we work in the same office now. He so. needs to open his mind and relax a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was the same way, and I did, and I enjoy life a lot more now. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of you enjoying life, what is our episode topic today? Our episode topic is about me not enjoying life at all. Yeah. Uh, ironically. Uh, and I don't know if you're going to be able to help. And I don't know if this episode is going to be any longer than maybe another five minutes. Okay, know. let's find out. Let's find out. How can I help you, John? I'm here to help. That's what the podcast's about. I, my drink is empty, though. So okay. I don't know how much patience I will have. That's completely fair. Because I will make myself another gin and tonic soon. And that will be a thing. Very good. I and a lot of people on the internet need the same advice. 
Okay. And that advice is how on earth to procure a PlayStation 5 from the Sony Entertainment Company. Let me ask you something. Yes. Why do you want it? I want it. Speaking of another fandom I'm not keyed into. Yes. What? Why is it better than Mario playing Mario Kart again on the Switch? Because it doesn't I, seem like it could be better. I don't think you know how many hours I've put into Mario Kart on the Switch. Okay. I guarantee it's many, many. I've more already than given you up have. on my island, so. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure all my villagers are dead. Like, I would. I don't know. <laughs> That's, they're not Tamagotchis. They're, I know, but they're, they're fully me. sentient, like, adult creatures in-universe. Like, they know how to handle themselves. So my island just exhausts me. I'm like, oh, It's work. It's legit work. It was work. I put, a, I put the work in. I did. But now I've got, like, a very... De- I've got a more demanding job than I did at the beginning of quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I can't put all that time into fishing it's, anymore. I just it's can't. It's so much. I At the beginning of summertime, I went back... Because they introduced like the swimming thing, the and sharks, that was kind of fun. Man, the sharks were sharks. cool. And then I didn't touch it again until literally Halloween day, and I was like, "Oh, there's a fun of there's a guy that shows up. I should go see him." And then I saw online that somebody shows up for Thanksgiving, and I was like, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> I do. I should go back. I should go back. I feel guilty. Yeah. I I would like a PlayStation Five because. I w- want it. You can't even, you can't even, <laughs> you can't even tell me what's good about it. Does it also play Blu-rays? Like, whatever. Probably. You don't even know. What What? What would because you like to no play on this machine? It, for that. It, it has access to all the streaming apps. Why do you, who fucking watches Blu-rays? I don't know, man. I don't Blu-rays? know. The last time I had a PlayStation, it was my roommate's ex-husband's, and we yeah. used it to watch Netflix on. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want it for. No, I want it because there, uh, there are actual like exclusive games that I really want to play. What what are they? First and foremost, which is available right now, which is Spider Man Miles Morales. It looks like an incredibly good game. It is an extension of. Is that the one where you can get the the bodega cat? Yes. I saw a TikTok about that. Yes, it looks so good, and I played. The regular Spider-Man game, well, the, the Spider-Man game that the that that studio made for the PS4, uh, and this is sort of an extension of that game, and it was in, it was so good. It was honestly probably the best Spider-Man game that's ever come out. And there have been a lot of them, and there have been a lot of shitty ones, and there have been a couple ones that are pretty fucking good. And this one, I think, tops all of them. I remember so the I'm old ass one we Miles had Morales. where you could like. Go to Central Park and then you couldn't shoot on your webs. Anymore. Oh hell yeah, dude! I, I'm pretty sure that was uh, Spider-Man Two, I think. Maybe yeah. which was that we played that on the PlayStation Two, and mm-hmm. it was, it was incredibly fun. I, I'm pretty sure that's the other one that people say is like one of the better ones. Oh really? Because I thought like maybe like we were like remembering it because we were children and we liked it yeah. and like maybe it wasn't we, that good. No, no, you know it what was wasn't good? good? Harry Potter. Harry Potter for PS2, yeah. fucking terrible game. <laughs> no one's made all a good of, Harry all... Potter game. Yeah, well, you know we'll why? One day. No, I don't think we will. I just don't think it. I don't think well, you can make a good Harry J.K. Potter Rowling's game. Well, not anymore because J.K. Rowling's a fucking shit turf. Bird. She's turf. Yeah, but also like I just don't feel like the the Harry Potter universe lends itself to games very well. Okay, 
Why do you say that? Because because people tried and they failed. That's a good point. <laughs> like at least like. I don't know. It couldn't be a, like a good fighting game because it wasn't about fighting. It was about Harry Potter being a the shitbird to to b- borrow a phrase. <laughs> At all points in time, he was just like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to break rules until I find out. And it's like, everyone's like, don't you know that's not your job? And he's like, oh, it is. And they're like, no, it's not. I'm and then they're like, sure holy shit, is. break the rules, Harry. It's, it's your job. And he's like, I knew it. <laughs> At the very end. Anyways, he always proved us wrong. He always proved that it was his job to. Fuck he up. always proved that it was his job to meddle, <laughs> and that he was the exception to all the rules. <laughs> oh, what a straight white boy he is! Yep. Oh my god. We also had so, so much of my life to that series. I just yeah it ended up being so disappointing. We also had the Spider-Man game that was for the N64 with the red cartridge. I don't remember that much about that game because I don't think I got very far, but that that red cartridge is stuck in my memory forever. Do you remember that? Yeah. Huh. But okay. Yeah. So so you want to play Spider-Man? Yes. Very. How badly. much are you gonna? Like how much Spider-Man. are you gonna pay to to play Spider-Man? Uh, I'm uh five hundred dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh my god! That just reminded me that I need to pay my mortgage like tonight. <laughs> there's, there's a few... that is a lot for video games, and yes. God, I wish my mortgage for that much, but it is, is also not. Yeah, it's cheap for mortgage, expensive for video games. I, I'm in a unique position right now. In my life, because I am earning more money. It's not a lot of money, but I'm earning more money now than I have in the past ever. And I have already dedicated a certain amount of money into my like gaming setup in my office, where I bought a gaming PC and I bought a really nice gaming monitor. But I don't have a lot of games to play on this gaming monitor. And the... The PlayStation 5 can render really high quality picture if you have a screen that is like designed for it, which I have, which a lot of people don't have, but I do. And I I wanna I wanna like have this whole I want everything to come to come together and to just this. What once. if it doesn't? Like, it's not gonna last it? long. What if you it's get not gonna it be and that many months? Or... Like in a couple months, there there's gonna be new hardware that's better and and new like new gaming systems with better graphics cards and new monitors that can display higher resolutions or whatever. So th- I'm I'm in I'm in a very specific window, and I feel like people can relate to this. Where I'm in a, I'm in this very specific window, and I want to capitalize on it while I can, and just live in this for a, a, like a month maybe of just being like yes i have all the cool new stuff and then it'll go away very quickly after that and that's fine i will i will have had my moment and and that's worth it to me okay all right but you're still spending five hundred dollars to play what sounds to be like one game uh no i mean there's gonna be other stuff that comes out there's a, there's a few other things that's but there's just nothing like, that you can name that you want to play right now well, you want to watch netflix and you want to play spider-man I'm and for that you're gonna spend 500 dollars. <laughs> in my defense i'm two-thirds of the way through a nine percent uh gingerbread milk stout 
So it's it's a little rough for me at the moment. Oh, you're talking about like what you're drinking right now. Yes. I thought you were like at work. <laughs> like, I'm almost done with this gingerbread recipe. <laughs> like, <laughs> God, I want another gin and tonic. Yeah. How far are we through the episode? Because I do want another gin and tonic. We're we're like we're uh, like two thirds of the way through. Okay, I'm gonna get another drink and then we can continue this conversation. All right. Do you want me to leave the 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 audio? Yeah, running? just leave it going. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll look up. Right. I'll look up some more PS5 exclusives to <laughs> prove my point. I don't know. I think it's funnier when you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Brb. We have another very exciting track for you all. I hope you remember Meryl Rudy from a few episodes ago. She's come back to us with a song called Carolina Springs featuring Sarah Goujon. The song is part of her brand new EP called Featuring Two that just came out last Friday. It's a collection of six original songs uh, with a different guest artist singing on each song. It's a must listen to. Go to the link in our description for this episode. Go check it out, please. Go follow Meryl on social media. Go follow her on Spotify. Do all the stuff. Show her love. For now, please enjoy Carolina Springs by Meryl Rudy featuring Sarah Goujon. There's nothing 
other games that come included, not included, but that are considered launch titles for the PlayStation 5. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I go back and forth on Assassin's Creed. Uh, I find it, I find them difficult to pick up, so that's not a, a big one. Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom looks extremely fun. It's it's like a cute little game that's, that is an in-box game, which that doesn't happen a lot anymore. Consoles have not launched with a game boxed in in a long time. Like, other examples the of Wii? that other examples of that would include like Wii Sports was like a game mm-hmm. that you got when you bought a Wii. It wasn't considered like a launch title. It just came boxed in with the game. If there have been inbox games, people don't talk about them because they haven't been very good. People are talking about Astro's Playroom and I remember playing with this character before when my roommate in college got a, a PlayStation VR. And mm. one of like the demo for the PlayStation VR was where this character debuted, I think. And it was a very fun little like grouping of mini games for the PlayStation VR. So I'm excited to see that. So can you do VR with this new PlayStation? Yeah, I think so. That'd be weird if you couldn't. I don't know that for a fact, though. Um, you're just you're just lying to me. What do you mean? You're just filling my head with nonsense. You're just trying to you're trying to prove to yourself that you want to spend five hundred dollars on I, a I, game system. I know fully, which is a crazy amount, by the way. It's actually cheaper than consoles usually are. <laughs> what do you mean? Consoles usually, uh, uh well, sometimes they've, uh, they've gone for around six hundred at retail. That's fucked. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what's even more fucked is that this go-around, this has been one of the most successful launches for Sony ever. Um, However, it is largely due to the insane number of scalpers and scalper groups who have set up bots on all of the major retail websites to buy up all the PlayStations that are in stock and sell them for, like, really, really insane prices. Like, I I have not looked into this very much because I've not been an adult with, my, with like, the ability to buy my own consoles for that long, I don't think. Um, the last time I did this was for the Switch, the Switch, I did buy from a scalper, but the Switch retailed at about $300, and they ran out extremely quickly with seemingly no hope for them making any more of them at the time. Well, and they ran out. The same thing happened for quarantine. Yeah, really quickly. Um, But at the time, I, I was like, man, these are not going to come in stock anywhere. I was looking, 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 couldn't find any. And then I was like, okay, well, I know people are scalping them on eBay. Let's just Let's just look. And see mm. what the deal is. I went on and peop- there was somebody selling it for like $100 more. Which is like, I mean, when you think about $300 to $400, that's a pretty major increase in price yeah, if seriously. you're thinking like percentage wise. But for a console that I'm going to get a lot of play out of, $400 is kind of worth it to me. I don't feel good about giving money to this person who doesn't deserve it. But I, I don't know. I, they did better than you did. And at the time, the damn thing. <laughs> at the time, it was worth it to me. These, they, like I said, they retail at 
$400 and $500. So there's two different types of the consoles that PlayStation is selling right now. And one of them is $400. The other one's $500. People are selling them on eBay. $1,000. No. How much? I've seen pretty much exclusively between $1,500 and $2,000. Stop. Nope. That's, yes. That is fully what? true. Yep. Yes. That's fucked, dude. It's absolutely insane and but disgusting. But these scalpers are just going to make them raise the price because they're going to be like, well, people want it so badly, they're going to pay even more than $500. Well, I don't know that. What they... if the scalpers are Sony? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Think this about is that. all just a big ploy from, from Sony. They were not happy with the price point that they ended up with. And so they took it upon themselves to limit the supply and then quote unquote scalp them on different for the actual price that yeah, they for the wanted. actual price yeah makes sense man so wait was it released only online today it's been released pretty much primarily online everywhere gamestop had an in-store release uh they had an in-store drop uh which they actually had people line up for which is pretty bad fuck it's pretty rough i would say stop man yeah they're not uh, they needed it (laughs) i think they they needed a win because they haven't had one in a very long time i thought that they were going out of business to be honest like a couple years ago and they're still here so i'm a little confused about that but don't think about it too much yeah yeah, it's been pretty much all online, which just gives the scalpers more power mm. uh, because they can just they can just have their bots going 24 seven. Yeah. And it's a huge bummer. So, so how are you? How are you proposing for the end of our episode? Turns out. So, how are you proposing to get this system? I mean, this is what I wanted from you. I I need I've been deep in the trenches just banging my head against a wall and I need fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. I need some out of the box ways to get my hands on one of these sweet pieces of plastic. I think you need to learn how to make a bot. It sounds like <laughs> You're just saying, It sounds like just, the way that the people get the use is by using computers and their knowledge of them to make just, things that buy them for them. Sink into the muck with the rest of them is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. Obviously. I mean, there's no way to high road your way out of this. You're not going to get one. I could have. Here's the thing. I said at the beginning of this episode that there were, that we, we've tried to record this episode three times today. In between our last try and this try, I missed a a drop of playstations from playstation directly and what were you doing i was cooking and eating dinner yeah no you can't do that i've been staring at a stock checking website for the playstation 5 for like a week straight i walk away for fucking 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and i miss it it's really it's full torture you know why because computers don't have to eat john They don't gotta eat. <laughs> You're always gonna lose out. You're always gonna lose. You're right. I am. But I don't know how to program 
stuff like that. Learn. How... It's all there. It's all on the internet. Do they have like a master class for it? Yeah, dude. Who does it? I don't know. The YouTube. YouTube does the master class? I don't know who does it, but it's it's certainly hosted on YouTube, all right? Master class is Figure hosted on master class, I think. I don't want to think about master class, man. <laughs> I'm talking about a master class by a, probably a 12-year-old with a robot voice. Through what? a GameCube mic or something. What? <laughs> He's gonna tell you how to how to get the PS5. All right. <laughs> and you need to listen to him, and you need to learn how to program. What twelve-year-old do you think has the has the liquid cash to be scalping all of these? No, consoles? it doesn't matter that he doesn't have the cash. He knows how. <laughs> you have the money. He has the know-how. You, wait, need, to, wait, you need to join forces with are, him. In an, in an, no, let me finish. In an Ocean's Eleven type scenario. Okay. Where you find all the 12-year-olds and you go, I've got the money. Right. And they're going to be your tech wizards. So all right? there's, I collect a cabal of 11 and 12-year-olds. They're so easy but- to command. <laughs> <laughs> they have the know-how. They have the technical know-how. They have and the technical I'm, know-how. And I'm you the bankroll. You provide the cash. That's what I'm. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. This is you. how I start my scalping empire. Yeah, and is, then you make all the money you and those twelve-year-olds could ever want, and then you hope they don't get into some really dark criminal shit later on. They're gonna. 110 percent i mean just say you're never gonna sign a letter of recommendation for them they're gonna this is gonna be dark (laughs) web only guys this is this is dark web i can't i cannot put my name on this i don't i cannot tell you how much i cannot do that this is because i'm afraid of what you are going to be i don't trust myself and i don't trust any of you fuckers no don't trust them i remember what i was like in seventh grade and i don't don't. trust thank god Thank God I don't remember what I was like in seventh grade. Way too drunk the whole time. I was so drunk, man. I was so fucking drunk. <laughs> we gotta end this. I like I like the idea of the the heist group of of eleven year olds. Yeah, because they know how to do it, but they don't have enough money to do it themselves. It's perfect. Yeah, it is perfect. You're welcome. Oh, That's why man. you come to me for this kind of stuff, you know? I mean, I knew I could never, count on you. Never try to solve your own problems, John. That's, you That's know. really the lesson of this show. And it's the lesson. Overall. Never try to solve your own problems. Emily's got you, Emily's you know? Emily's got you. I'm always going to be there with the creative solution that you'll never you'll never have it without me, you know? Are you, uh, are you trying to vamp to think of what your sign-off is going to be? No. I, <laughs> I know what it's going to be. Okay. So we should just roll right into the yeah. right into yeah. the sign-offs then. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you so much, Natalie Spitzel, for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her Instagram at nms underscore creative, or you can visit her website, nataliespitzel.com. Homestead Hemp 1787 is having a big sale right now. I saw saw them advertising for it. 
big big sale they're doing it's it's a black friday thing they're selling everything at 20 percent off here's the thing folks homestead hemp 1787 gave us idiots don't know why they gave this to us but they gave us our own code for our podcast that gives you listener 25 percent off your entire order if you go to homestead hemp 1787 get your cbd bath bombs get your cbd pre-rolls get your uh, get your cbd oil get all all your cbd needs then at checkout use code downtime and you will get 25 percent off your entire order that is again more than they are offering their more than they're offering everybody else for their big black friday sale want to make that very clear this is an extremely good deal do not miss out on it again homesteadhemp1787.com use code downtime at checkout for 25 percent off thank you so much for listening as always we are fully in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Please yes. be sure. The election has happened, but there's still shit to do in your community. We've done so bad the last All couple right? weeks. I feel bad. I, We've done badly. I tried to, We've like, done badly. It in the description every time. but I. So here we know. go. Here we go. Mea culpa. Yeah. Uh, we are still fully in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. You can go to the tiny URL that we provide on our Instagram page, which mm-hmm. is at... Downey siblings and you can also go <laughs> to the link in the description of this episode to find out more ways you can help or get involved in y'all's communities cannot stress that enough there's work to be done do not be satisfied with the election results there's more to do there's always more shit to do Absolutely. to make sure that every american has the same rights you do listener so get with it Get on it. Make a change in your communities. I cannot stress this enough. Um, and have a great fucking time doing yeah. it. Meet some cool homies, you know. Uh, outreach doesn't stop just because the election's over. Absolutely. And uh, we, still ha- we sure as hell haven't stopped. Fuck, like, if you're not going to do anything for Christmas with your family because of COVID, get out and do some outreach, you know. If you feel that it's safe for you to do so... There are so many opportunities coming up with the holidays and whatnot. Um, I cannot recommend doing stuff like that more. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. In-app purchases. I will fight you. Keep that button hot.